everyone and welcome to Shelter Island, the podcast where we shoot the shit and compare the lives of a Brit and a Yankee. And this week we kick it back to Camp America, of course we do, and we're speaking to one of our old friends from there. But before that, I'm joined by my mate from across the pond, Jack Kymer. So before we go to him, I just want to say congratulations to him. He's landed himself a graduate job. How on earth did you float that one, mate? Uh, I, I ask myself that every day, Mason. I, <laughs> I don't know how that came about, but <laughs> I, I'm I'm excited to to move to Manhattan, and uh, hopefully you'll 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 come out soon. That's the plan. I mean, once once things ease up, I mean, I do owe you that. You 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 were meant to come over here, but I guess I'll have to come over there to do the podcast sometime. I wouldn't mind coming to New York again. <laughs> and and this week we are joined by. Probably the all-American traveller, I'd say. We're joined by Craig Marshall. Craig, how are we doing this week? I'm doing great. Uh, thanks for having me. I'm a big fan of the Shelter Island podcast. It's been nice uh, listening to some old voices from a couple of years ago. So it's great to be on. That's what we love to see. It's love to see having all our old friends on and making new friends and everything. It's great to have you on, Craig. So as we always do, we'll kick it back to camp then. And just just to share your thoughts of it. So what was it like for you? It was, it was a little different. Um, I remember <laughs> applying, like all my friends in college had jobs lined up and I didn't really have anything. And I kind of stumbled upon it online. And, you know, I went to camp growing up, um, Boy Scout camp and things like that. <laughs> so it was a little different, um, but I applied and I got the job and it was a uh, unforgettable summer. Put it at that. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like un- unforgettable is probably the the one word that you can that everyone says every time. <laughs> but I, I I I mean like obviously like I I grew up at the same camp that I worked at, so it's a little different, I guess, my experiences than yours. Like what what was it like, kind of being like thrown into something where it's like obviously like you're American, so you're not like a foreigner, but like you also didn't really know what like our camp was about or anything. So like, what, what was it like kind of learning that, like for your perspective? Um, it was a bit different, um, especially the camp structure. Like a lot of the camps I went to were like Boy Scout Not Boy camp, Scout like, camp. <laughs> yeah, like s- sleeping in tents and, uh, you know, working on merit badges and stuff. Um, but I literally had like no idea what I was walking into, like what a general counselor even did. Um, and it, it was a little weird um, being an American and coming and being a general counselor when a lot of the other counselors were like from around the world. Um, I remember rolling in the first day in my car and like no one was there yet. And then just all the buses came and just dropped off all these people <laughs> from like all around the world, which I was kind of clueless about. And um, yeah, it was, uh, it was just full of surprises right, right from the beginning, you know. Even we say Boy Scout camp, like that's something that the scouts in the UK is only like a select people that go there and it's not really that popular, I'd say. What, what was it like doing that? Um, it's basically a camp, like, it, it's not like Chippenau where you go for, you know, the whole summer. You would just go for a week and basically um, you would go just to work on merit badges or um work on your your different classes um to rank up so it's basically just going for a week um 
to work on your requirements to eventually get to Eagle Scout, which I never did, but I so <laughs> <laughs> worthwhile then. <laughs> yeah, I got close. I got to Life Scout and I had everything done. You just have to do like a big project um to get your Eagle Scout requirement. But um You were like, fuck kinda, that, I'm not doing a project. <laughs> <laughs> life kind of caught up to me. It's sports and girls and you know, high school stuff, you know. Um, but yeah, I was always like a big fan. Like I always loved doing that and going, hanging out with friends and going to camp. And so I thought, you know, maybe I'll try the counselor side and, um, you know, live rent free and eat for free and rack up a little bit of money. Um, and that's also another thing too. Like I had no idea that at the end of the, the, the summer that everyone just went and like traveled. <laughs> <laughs> you just thought you could get a free accommodation for a few months. That would do me. No, I just thought like at the end, everyone just like went home and like the, the job was done. And um, I, I remember sitting outside the arts building and Haimo, you came up to me and with your crazy van idea. You're like, hey, we're, we're going to buy a van and we're going to drive it down the uh, California coast. Are you interested? And uh, I was like, yeah, well, why not? I'm down. <laughs> um, Wait, so then... Have you ever been to California before that? Or was that like your first time doing that? No, no, that's my first time going to the West Coast. Okay. Nice. Yeah, so it, it, it was my first time also. So I, I I don't think anyone on that trip have ever been to California before. I think that it was everyone's first time going there. Yeah, yeah, it was definitely like the highlight of like the whole summer too. Like just so many memories. Yeah, fuck camp to- off. Like that <laughs> wasn't fun at all. Like it's all about the traveling after. <laughs> I, I mean, camp was cool. It was, uh, it was a little uh, frustrating. Some of the campers I had, but uh, why? What were they like? Um, I, just the age group I had was kind of, kind of sassy in between. I, I, I don't want to talk, <laughs> them, but it's funny because when I went to camp, like. I was kind of that bad kid who would give the counselors a hard time. And I remember oh, thinking, so was I. <laughs> I remember thinking, I'm like, karma's going to catch up to me and I'm going to go to camp and have the worst kids. <laughs> and not, not all of them were bad, but they, they would definitely push the buttons. Yeah. <laughs> what did they do to you to like to, to piss you off? Just never listen, never want to go to classes, never want to participate, you know, and like you're trying to have fun and get them involved. And, um, they're kind of, you know, at that stage where they're too cool to dance or too oh, cool yeah. to, you know, put themselves out there, which, you know, I can't knock it because I was, I was the same way at that age, um, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so then what, what was your favorite memory from camp? If you had to pick one that you actually remember. <laughs> um, I really liked the Toronto trip we went on. Okay. Um, oh yes, yeah, we we didn't go to that, but I remember being so jealous that you ended up going to Toronto. Yeah, yeah, it was sweet. I went for free. Um, basically, all the meals were paid, um, and I just I remember that week the kids were like a lot more relaxed and like you know they gave them more more freedom and you know it wasn't like go go to this class now do this do that. Um, they were kind of allowed to be off on their own and do their own thing. And it wasn't me telling them what to do all the time. <laughs> um, it, it was just a lot more fun. And um, yeah. yeah with, with that Toronto trip, did Heichu go with you? Uh, uh, 
I, I think he was there. Yeah, yeah. because I, I, I don't know if you lot have heard the story about this. It cracks me up every time. So basically, um, Hey Chew, like a great guy from camp, for those that don't know. Chewy. He, yeah, good old Chewy. And he <laughs> went to, like, he just saw this coach at a camp and just got on it. <laughs> and he weren't meant to go on this trip. And everyone, he was meant to, like, teach all these classes of electronics or whatever he was doing. <laughs> and then everyone was going around saying, where's Chewy? Where's Chewy? And everyone said he's fucked off to Toronto for the day. <laughs> <laughs> and he weren't, even, he weren't even meant to go. Yeah, I remember him being there. Um, he wasn't on the bus I was on, but I, I do I do remember him um, being but a so part the, of that. They just realized that he got on the bus and they're like, well, you're with us now, I guess. <laughs> well, I think those on the bus thought, yeah, he was meant to be there kind of thing. And then it was just... He, he was meant to be teaching classes at camp and then he just weren't there. <laughs> and everyone was wondering where on earth he is. That's, That's fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah. How, wait, how, how do you even get into Canada? Last thing, I don't even know. Don't I've, you like need an Esther? Yeah, from she, uh, no, not, no, British, you can get into Canada fine, but I think just getting back into the States, that would have been a problem. But obviously he, he made it somehow. Like, That's awesome. Yeah, I, <laughs> Yeah, I remember Chippenaw would like when we got to the border, they had like special letters for all the international counselors. Um, that was like they're coming here for work, they're coming back at this time. It's all okay. Oh, okay. So that's probably how we got away with it then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's well, that's awesome. Weird. Yeah. So being yeah, a general so- counselor, then you didn't have like the same days off as like me, for example, or other specialist counselors. Did you two both have like the same days off? Or we had the same days off. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Do you have a, Do you have any cool? Did right? we? I, think I, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know. I don't. I don't remember any of my days off, so I couldn't tell you. <laughs> I, I think you were the day before me, because I, I remember I didn't really know anyone on my days off, and I spent. Um, I had a friend who was like a couple hours away, and I would go hang out with her a couple weekends. Um, Okay. A couple times too. I just like I had a car, so like when it was my day off, I would just jump in my car. Oh, I went yeah, hiking. I, I, I remember that, yeah, because like you were like our taxi for us, basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So oh, just yeah. like, oh yeah, how are we getting back from the pubs, Craig? Yeah, there we go. It <laughs> <laughs> just saw yeah. that one. Oh, good times. I, I had <laughs> memories of like piling nine people in my like Ford Taurus, like coming back. <laughs> Everyone's like, I don't want to miss curfew. Like, I, I can't get written up. I'll lose my day off. And I'm like, all right, fine. Just, Jump in the trunk or something. <laughs> <laughs> like a psychotic Wait, murderer. <laughs> I, I I could have sworn that I, I remember you being in like Cam's truck with us sometimes. No? Oh, yeah. No, I don't think so. It, it must have been like a night off we had. Maybe. Oh, no. You missed some good nights off, bro. We, we went know. to like the swimming hole once and like skinny dipped and we went to like Skinner's Falls and... Oh, yeah. we had that one camping trip. Oh, you missed out, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it, it's all good in the end. I, I got my Monty fix on the last night, so. Oh, oh yeah. You, you ready for Monty once? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was the only time. The, the last night, yeah. I, I, I was going to, like, eventually, we always flow on to a Monticello section and talk about drunken memories, but the fact that you only have one means you must only have one memory of it, surely. Yeah, and I blacked out that night. So. <laughs> so he doesn't have any memories of it. Yeah, sorry, sorry mom. <laughs> no memories of Monticello. The one no, time I, he went. It was good. I, I remember it, but that, 
towards the end of the night was, was a little brown. <laughs> so then how, how was it obviously the next day you have to drive home like hi how was it the next day getting up from that and being like shit i need to drive oh dude it was horrible it was like a four-hour car ride like back to central new york and then so i drove four hours um and then you know it's like seeing my family who i haven't seen in three or four months and then the next day i had a flight to san francisco so <laughs> <laughs> it was like it was, wasn't the smartest move on my part it was uh you know, it's kind of like camp though. You just wake up and it's uh, just go, go, go. And you know, yeah. you just, you don't stop. <laughs> but but then we flew out to California and of course uh, we had that van, Vandrew, um, right, rest yeah. his soul. Um, and oh, and right. obviously, so there were only three Americans on that trip and everyone else was foreign. So it was uh, oh, me. It was the other one, Sheila, that's me, it. you and Sheila, yeah. yeah. So, Obviously, we had a little bit of, I guess, a different perspective of the trip. I mean, obviously, none of us have been to California, but I feel like just being an American, I feel like um, we had some different perspectives of being on the trip. Um, mm-hmm. I guess, like, like what what was your perspective traveling with all these foreigners? I mean, I like, I I know I was, I was kind of, uh, it was something I've never done before, so I was curious of what was going to happen i mean and everyone i feel like everyone lets their guard down when they travel and they just get silly and whatever like (laughs) i i thought it enhanced it honestly because a lot of those a lot of the foreigners counselors like you know you would hear them say like oh i've always wanted to do this i've always wanted to go to california and it was like they're finally you know here in the states like traveling down california and they were just like very grateful whereas like me it's like you know i I can jump on a plane anytime and go to california you know um (laughs) yeah and yeah just to see their reaction and um it it was new to me too i mean california is you know might as well be a different country compared to new york it's (laughs) very very different in ways Um, so i i have a question do you still have your nipple piercings no, <laughs> dude, I forgot about that. Oh my god! Um, how how long after the trip did you take them out? Well, that's the thing. Like, uh, I got like a barbell, and like it was funny, and like I planned on like taking it out when I got home, and for I had it in for like two months because I couldn't like unscrew the thing <laughs> to like pull it out. Um, and then one day I was like sitting there watching TV, just like playing with it. And I finally fucking unscrewed it and uh, it popped out. But it, it was in for like a good two to three months afterwards. And I was like, That's- I'll never forget that. It was in like Venice Beach, wasn't it? And we were like, me and a few of the other lads like watching like the skateboard and said, oh, yeah, we'll meet you there. And out of nowhere, you and Caleb just rocked up. I was like, where have you been? And she went, it's got my nipple pissed. <laughs> I'm going to see it sitting there all red raw and everything. Yeah. I, yeah, I think it was like me, uh, Caleb, Sheila. And I jokingly said like, wouldn't it be funny if I got my nipple pierced? And then the next thing you know, I'm sitting in the chair and <laughs> the guy has just got a hold of my nipple and just uh, throwing a giant needle in it. Did it hurt? But, yeah. Oh, no, it didn't hurt too bad, but the next day it, it was pretty, uh, pretty tender. <laughs> but that that's what i loved about that trip though it's just like so spontaneous like oh yeah you know everything was just so spontaneous we were all just living like it was the last day oh yeah 
I, think that I must thank you, Craig, for, for that trip because, you know, I've said before on this podcast how broke I was for the whole of that trip. And if it weren't for you coming in clutch with them hotel rooms in LA, I, I probably would have oh, been on a street yeah. corner somewhere. Like, that was unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. You can thank my dad. He travels a lot for work, so... Uh. <laughs> Yeah, I just like, love that, just, just using up all them hotel boards. Like, oh, yeah, so I've got three rooms for three nights in L.A. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I remember, we're, we were, like, living in, like, pretty squalor, like, up until that point. Like, we were in a gross van. Like, we had just come from camping for a couple nights. Like, we were kind of gross, and, like, we were all packed inside this van, so we were sweaty. And all of a sudden, we get to this nice, like, Hilton hotel, and everyone's <laughs> like, holy shit, like, I never want to get out of bed. And we're like, fuck, we're in L.A., like, we should probably leave. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I'll never it. forget. I never forget in that in that Hilton hotel room in LA, Haimo, you gave me a haircut, and, <laughs> and the razor died halfway through. So I yep. had patchy hair, and then you're like, "Oh, bro, it's run out of charge." I was like, "Well, you can fucking charge that thing up right now because I'm not going out looking like this." And you're like, "Bro, we, we need to go out. We need to go out." So I was walking through LA, and I'm like, "Up here." with my hair in all shapes and sizes. Okay, I fixed it pretty good though. <laughs> yeah, it's all right, I guess. I, I gave you an undercut. It looked it looked handsome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, better, you, to be you, fair, it was better than what it was. You got a very nice dance from a guy on the pier. Oh God, I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> Mason just walks up to this guy who's just shirtless and vibing on the pier and they just start dancing together. And I was just standing there like, what the fuck is happening right now? <laughs> Mason's gonna Mason's gonna come back from America having like a new like California boyfriend. <laughs> but I, I knew I had to draw the line because like, I'm fine. I was dancing, having a laugh. It was all okay. Then when he started to grind on me, I was like, so I'll see you later. This is a bit, this isn't a bit. It made it. <laughs> That's where the see fun starts. <laughs> I always tell people about, um, um, seeing Ron Jeremy at the Rainbow <laughs> Bar that night. Yeah. So for for everyone that doesn't know, we we had a night out in Hollywood, and we were so excited because we were going to meet some celebrities. We went out to like this nice dinner that we knew that celebrities go to, and we saw we, we saw that that bald man, the the bald actor. I don't know what his name uh, is. Matt Lucas. From yeah. Little Russian. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, yeah. we 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 saw a couple like low level celebrities. And then we walk into this rainbow bar and by then I'm blacked. I, I, I don't really know what's happening with me, but we walk in and all of a sudden we see Ron Jeremy, the fucking like eighties porn star, just chilling there having drinks. And he starts flirting with Sheila and all the other girls. And <laughs> yeah. we're like, Holy shit. Like Sheila's going to go home with Ron Jeremy. <laughs> yeah. I'll never forget. I like walked up to the bar to get another drink. And, um, I look over and I, I see Caleb and he's just got like the most like surprised look on his face. And he moused to me. He's like, dude, it's Rod Jeremy. <laughs> and he's like pointing up to him. And then after that, everyone noticed and we're all just like lining up like, Ron, can I get a picture of you, Ron? Ron? <laughs> yeah. And and in the end, he shot, he signed Sheila's tits. Yeah. Oh Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. honestly like like i i want to be like dude show us your schlong 
like it, it, he definitely gets it all the time like he goes to bars and he's just like all right i'll just whip it out on the counter like yeah. you know like <laughs> yeah. yeah and how are you paying about this evening fucking slam this one out <laughs> oh that's payment enough mate free drinks <laughs> yeah All right, we are back for Beer of the Week, your favorite time of the week. We're here with Craig Marshall about to crack some beers. Um, Craig, what are we what are we drinking this week? Well, this week I got some Blue Moons. Classic. Um, nice. Yeah, and they're actually free. Um, they were in a hiker box, and it's kind of like a box that they have at hotels where hikers put unwanted gear or food in there and i was looking in there this morning and there was like four blue moons in there (laughs) (laughs) probably the first free beer of the week like oh yeah yeah and it's like yeah it's like blue moon too it's like you know kind of good beer so (laughs) why would you ever want to give away a beer yeah people are probably just hiking out today and you know you can't they're glass bottles so they're not going to carry those out so they're just yeah threw them in there damn all right well, uh, Mason, what do we got this week? Well, I had one lined up, but literally just before the call started, my housemate just came in and just gave me one. So long story short, it's a Greek week in Lidl. So I've got a Mythos. Wow. So, okay. so a, a Greek uh, beer. I don't know if you can see the lights, but yeah, 4.7%. So this should be interesting. And I think Greece have recently just opened their borders. So um, I might be going uh, on a flight to, to Zante or one of them lads holidays or something on my own to, to kind of drink oh, this that, that'd be a plan wouldn't it but all right <laughs> yeah. all right um, i'll have to do a 14 day bender out there i'll probably hack it better than you so <laughs> <Fuck> <laughs> you should see me every morning i wake up and i just have this look on my face that my roommates are like you actually look like the life has been sucked out of you i oh, know you fucking like- send me the photos bro <laughs> <laughs> And I just, I just wake up and I'm like, all right, like I just need a morning beer, like a, like a, a little cheeky shower beer and I'll be good to go. And then the bender just starts all over again. You know, hair of the dog <laughs> is a real thing. You uh, have that first one. My favorite Thanks. quote is you can never get hung over if you're never sober. <laughs> Hang on. You're right. I think you might uh, be onto something there. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, <laughs> on, on, on that bombshell, what have you got for this week? Um, I had to go a little bit light because I don't know if I can do a, a heavy beer right now because today I'm really hurting. My my, my liver is screaming for help a little. But um, so I I got some Bud Light Platinums. Oh, oh <laughs> to, be fair, to be fair, Bud Light Platinums are way better than regular Bud Lights. Right, 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 right. Rewind. I agree with that. Right. So, what the fuck is a... How can a Bud Light be a Platinum? Like, you can't, you can't polish shit. so i i i guess they just they take the bud light and just put less water in it maybe and it makes it real beer i guess i don't know it's it is six percent though six yeah it's just more alcoholic bud light basically yeah yeah pretty much Does does it taste better for it i think it does it definitely does it's 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 better it's better than a regular bud light regular bud lights ass yeah Yeah, i was gonna say It'd be rude not to crack these open. So, cheers, everybody. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers to the beers. Oh, that hurts. <laughs> oh, that not bad. It's a Bud Light, bro. How can that hurt? Oh. 
<laughs> oh, that hurts. <laughs> Ooh. I've got my summer vibe on right here with this mythos. Oh, yeah? Mason, oh, I, I see like you dancing, drink- you're vibing. Yeah. Mason, it looks like you're drinking like a Perrier seltzer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the green can. I'm actually drinking water this week. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? Yeah. But I can oh. assure you, look, it is it is beer. Nice <laughs> It is beer. For for everyone listening, Mason is holding his beer up to the to the camera so we can all see that the little boy drinks beer. Oh, all right. <laughs> right, quote unquote, the little boy drinks beer, says the person drinking a Bud Light. Okay, oh. all right, all right. I can send you pictures from the last week and you'll be like, okay, all right, I'll sit down now. Excuses, excuses to me that. Excuses so, to me. Okay, so, so my birthday was uh, May 7th. It was a Friday. And that was literally 10 days ago from today. Today's May 17th. And every single day since then, I have borderline blacked out. I shouldn't be admitting this on a podcast. Bear in mind, you just got a new job, bro. Like, <laughs> Okay, I, I, I feel like I can celebrate. I'm about to graduate. I just turned 23. I, I deserve to celebrate a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, anyway, Simon, less about you, mate. We've got a guest on the podcast. So, uh, Craig, how's your beer, mate? It's pretty good. I mean, I thought it might be a little skunked. It was warm when I got it, but I chilled him down. And, uh, yeah, we, we, we're going to do the rating now. Yeah. Let's do it. Does it taste better because it's free? Oh, yeah. I need these calories, too. So, I'd probably give it – I mean, I don't have the orange peel, but I'd still give it a seven. Wow, okay. Yeah, seven and a half. Right. <laughs> it's an extra half of the of being at free, is it? Yeah, oh, definitely, yeah. <laughs> Mason, what about you? What, what do you rate your mythos? I'll match. No, I was going to say I was, I'd match Craig on that. I'll go for a seven. Okay. It's nice, not the best, but it's it's summary. Now, for you, Jaime, on, on a scale of zero to minus ten, <laughs> <laughs> how would you rate your Bud Light? I'll give it a minus six for the six percent. Uh, that's solid. Probably the <laughs> lowest rating we've had on this podcast. There's no surprise why. No, no. I I have to rate it higher than the Natty Light. Yeah. Oh shit! I forgot about that. The, the Natty, Natty Light, Light I gave a I, I gave like a four. I think so. This this has to be at least a four and a half. Right. I tell you what. I've got a challenge for you, mate. So what was that? What was that beer that you tried to shotgun but failed miserably on? Well, Milwaukee's best. Yeah, that wasn't a great one either, from what it no. seems. You you failed to shotgun it then, because it's hair of the dog. I'm going to give you a chance to redeem yourself. You've got to down that Bud Light pre uh, Platinum right now. No, no, I don't care. You got to do it. I'll, I'll, I'll join you, Heimer. See, right, there fine. we go. Just, just should we, should we, should, no, should we? Should we all down it? Yeah, cheers. We'll, we'll, we'll do it all together. We'll celebrate for you, Haimo. We've got Craig on. We'll all down for Haimo. But for, for right. Haimo, here we go, guys. Three. Cheers to the beers. Three, two, one. For Haimo. Complete it, mate. Oh, oh that Lovely. hurts. <laughs> Satisfying. My eyes are watering now. Mm. <laughs> my my liver just said again. 
It looks like you got some uh, some color back in your face, Hanno. <laughs> That's red because he wants to cry and throw up. That's why. <laughs> Welcome back to Shelter Islands, and I think Jaime was just recovered from down on his beer. We are joined by Craig Marshall, our good friend from camp. Now we're going to move on to talk about his travel memories after, because this boy has been to to many a places. So, so Craig, over to you. Tell us where you've been, because you've done all these hiking trips. I see it on Instagram everywhere. You have almost been everywhere, so it seems. <laughs> oh, God, not really, no. I mean, there's a lot There's a lot of trails out there, especially in the U.S. But, um, yeah, after the whole uh, California uh, trip, I went home. I uh, was kind of fun employed for about a month or two fun employed (laughs) (laughs) let me tell you it wasn't that fun (laughs) um but i finally landed a job i was working at a box office um at a casino kind of near my house um and i worked there for probably a year or two um but i wasn't i don't know i didn't really see myself um going anywhere um i don't know what it was but i um just, I got the idea of hiking the Appalachian Trail in my head. Um, for those of you who don't know, it is a long distance hiking trail. It goes from Georgia to Maine. It's like 2,200 miles. Um, so I uh, started preparing for that, buying gear. Um, I gave my notice at work. Um, I quit um, and flew down to Georgia in March and started walking north. So then I. I know that people that, so I, I know a little bit about the Appalachian trail just because my dad is such an avid fan of it. Um, he hasn't been able to go yet, but I think his like retirement dream is to do the Appalachian trail. Um, so he always tells me about it. And I, I, I know that sort of, you kind of do it in pods, right? So there's like groups that sort of leave on the same day and then you kind of end up almost traveling with that group because you're you're almost hiking the same amount of miles per day yeah 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 i mean i started alone um but you know over they say like three thousand people attempt to do it a year i mean they don't all finish but um you know (laughs) there's a lot of people out there trying to do it and after a while you just you meet people and um they call it a tramly it's like people you hike with their trail family um was, yeah. was it a good was it a good laugh then like what was um do you have any like awesome crazy memories of of it or oh god um <laughs> like, there's there's too many <laughs> there's too many. Yeah, there tell, really is. tell them all brother tell them all most of the memories i have are just like the such generous people you meet out there like you'll just be hiking down the trail and like you'll get to a road crossing or um like a trailhead and you know, some guy will be there and he'll be parked. He'll have a little pop-up tent up and he'll be like grilling burgers and hot dogs and have beers and sodas. And, you know, just to give to through hikers who are trying to make it to Maine. Um, yeah, I've just so many memories of just people picking me up and bring me into town and let me stay at their house or cooking me dinner. Um, yeah, just the, the generosity of people out there. Um, um, it's just, it's, it's amazing. It re- really opens your eyes. It, it, it uh, makes you realize there's still some good people left in the world. <laughs> yeah. Did you have, did you have any, like, was it dangerous at all? Did you have any, like any mishaps or any like scares or anything on along the way? Um, 
Not really. Um, a couple times, you know, you'd, you'd like see some bears and I, I had a buddy, I was, who was, um, like a couple minutes ahead of me and he like spooked a bear and it, it kind of charged at him really quick and then like ran away. Um, <laughs> Fucking hell. Um, or you, you know, you'd hear like, you know, bears outside trying to get at your food. Um, but you kind of just throw rocks and make noise and that little runway. <laughs> <laughs> you said that so casually, like a bear runs after you, just throw a rock at it, mate. <laughs> yeah, not at it, but near it. I'm just away. <laughs> Yeah, but with the trail then, like, what is it exactly? Is it fully like? Is it like? Is it like a plain? I don't know what it's like really, but is it like a plain road to walk on, or is it a lot of mountains? Is there a lot of change of scenery? Like, what was it a challenge in that sense? Yeah, I mean, the, the trail is pretty well marked. Like, you can see the trail. It's like a normal hiking path in front of you. Um, you are going up and down mountains pretty much all day, every day. Um, the trail that I'm on now, it's called the Continental Divide Trail. Um, it's not really a trail. It's more like a route. So sometimes there's a trail, other times you'll be hiking and it just disappears and <laughs> there's no markings or anything. And you kind of just got to figure out where you're going. Um, that's crazy. You really, that's yeah, you, you really got to worry about like walking on, you know, ranchers, private property. And, um, yeah, it's a lot more hardcore than the AT, but right. I'm enjoying so- it. So, so right now you're going from New Mexico to the Canadian border. Yeah, I started on the 24th um, at the Mexican border down in New Mexico. And I'm about halfway through New Mexico now. Um, and I'll be going all the way up, kind of following the continental divide, the Rockies, um, into Canada. Oh, hopefully I can go into Canada, but it ends at the Canadian border. That's wild. So w- <laughs> would you say that you kind of caught the bug like the hiking bug oh yeah for sure yeah yeah um before this i'd like like you guys like i was i was in the travel and i wanted to go here and there and all around the world and you know after i hiked i just i realized how much of america i really haven't seen and just how like cheap it is too to you know when you're in the woods you're not really spending money for days at a time so it's a it's it's kind of like a frugal lifestyle almost i would say um so, so hitchhiking is an actual thing. Oh yeah. Yeah. People do it all the time. I've never actually seen anyone like hitchhike successfully. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty easy around here because m- most people see your packs and th- they know what you're doing. Um, so they'll, they'll pick you up and they'll bring you into town, and, um, bring you what's to the, the store. What's the longest you've had to wait when you hitchhiking? Um, Actually, walking into here, I, I had the hitch, and I was probably waiting like 40 minutes before somebody finally picked me up and brought me to this hotel. That's not too yeah. bad. I thought I thought it was going to be like, yeah, I was waiting here for like four hours or something, but... No, no. Four hours? Uh, you could probably walk to the hotel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I actually, I hitchhiked, and um, I, I did an internship in Ireland, and I, like you, Mason, I was uh, kind of broke towards the end. Um, <laughs> but I really wanted to go see the Cliffs of Moher. Like, I, I just, like, had it set in my head. I was like, I got to go see the Cliffs of Moher. So I, I bought a bus ticket out to Galway. And then um, from there, I hitchhiked to the Cliffs of Moher. And that, wow. that, was, like, yeah, and that was the first time I ever uh, really hitchhiked. Um, 
Wow. And my plan was to hitchhike back, but um, I met a girl who was driving back to the Dublin airport and she brought me all the way back. And- nice. <laughs> <laughs> flex so, it, flex it. <laughs> yeah, it can be done. It, it seems intimidating, all the horror stories, but I don't know. If you're in a, a safer part of the world, I, I don't think it's a problem. Right then, I've got a little game plan for you, Craig. Okay, uh, oh, it's going to be very off the cuff. So we'll do a little quick fire round. So I'm going to say all 14 states on the Appalachian Trail, and as quick as a flash, I want you to say one or two words that summarises your experience of that place. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's fun. Okay. <laughs> so I'm I'm going to be. It's going to be in random order. So obviously, I, I don't really know the order of it. So um. I've got a list here, and I hope it's correct. Okay, so good old Google. So, are you ready, Craig? I'm ready. Let's do it. Right, let's go. Vermont. Vermont. Uh, buggy. Moose. New York. Uh, Delhi's home. <laughs> West Virginia. Uh, small. Uh, uh, moonshine. Pennsylvania. Rocky. Dry. Bad. <laughs> Not fun. Connecticut. Um, nice trails. Good people. New Hampshire. Uh, amazing. Franconia Ridge. Awesome. North Carolina. Um, the Smokies. Yeah. Georgia. Cold. <laughs> <laughs> really cold. New Jersey. Um, more delis and beer. <laughs> Maryland uh, History Okay Tennessee Tennessee. Um, Gatlinburg Smokies uh, Big Balance Maine (laughs) Um, The Cream of the Crap And I think the one more No, Normal Virginia Uh, Long and Flat (laughs) And Massachusetts um, weed dispensary. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so did did you say that Maine was cream of the crop just because you you ended there? Yeah, the, Maine is like it was the most remote and um, um, the the. Northern Terminus is Katahdin. It's like a 6,000 foot mountain. Um, it's pretty steep and there's a lot of scrambling and it, it, it's just such a, such an epic ending before that there's like hundred miles leading up to it where there's like no towns or civilization and it's pretty remote and, um, just, just beautiful, beautiful hiking. So then what, when you end, is there like a plaque or like a building or something that says like, you've completed it. Yay. Yeah, yeah, there's there's a sign um, at the top. There's a Katahdin sign that says Northern Terminus of the Appalachian Trail. And um, yeah, it's, it's pretty iconic. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll never forget walking up to it and just like finally touching it after like thinking about it for six months and just like starting to just like fall and just like, <laughs> like my legs like gave out, like I couldn't even stand anymore. It's, it's pretty emotional. What was it like awesome. after you touched it then? Like, what did you do after that? Um, me and my friends hung out for a little bit at the top and ate gummy worms. <laughs> and there's a sweet hike down the backside. It's called like the knife's edge. And it's like literally like, like craggy 
you're, you're like walking on this, like all the way down, um, but like sheer like drops on each side. Um, and it was like seven miles down or something. And uh, yeah, I had somebody pick us up, bring us to town and got some surf and turf. Nice. Yeah. I'd like to end it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just want to say, um, um, my trail name is Butter, so like hearing you guys call me Craig all the time, it's really weird. Like, what, what, what's your trail name? Butters. Where on <laughs> earth did that come from? <laughs> uh, when I was on the AT, I I thought I needed all the I packed out a pound of butter because I thought I needed all these calories. Um, and then it was uh, in Tennessee. I realized I had all this butter, so I was trying to pawn it off on anybody and everybody. I was just eating it by the spoonful, um, just trying to get rid of it. <laughs> and uh, some people saw it and had a good laugh. And what? <laughs> yeah, but you guys keep calling you guys keep calling me Craig, and like I haven't heard Craig in like almost a month, so it's like it's really weird to me. <laughs> Wait, so so are 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 you on the Continental Divide with some buddies from the AT? Uh, no, there's some people that hiked the same years I did. I didn't know them when I did, when I did, uh, hike in 2019, but, uh, no, you just kind of meet people as you go along. So then how, how did they know to call you butters? You just introduce yourself as butters. <laughs> yeah. Like every, everyone has a trail name out here. Everyone's, you know, they, it, it's kind of like leaving society behind, like, you know, like you leave your Craig life behind. You're just butters on you know, <laughs> Wait, everyone so has one. So what 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 are like the the buddies that you're with now? Like what are their names? Uh, there's a guy named Good Fun. There's a guy named Just Jim. There's a guy. Just Jim. Named, <laughs> yeah. There's a Geo dude. There's a Boulder. There's a Soundtrack. There's a Feral. Um, there's a Pockets. <laughs> there's a Foxy. I never knew like hikers done this like. Yeah, yeah, we're we're a weird bunch. We're, we're... that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, if you could choose, then if you could pick a hiking name for me and Hymo, what what would they be? Uh Hymo would be. I don't know. It's kind of like you basically just do something stupid, and then that's how your name form. Well, he's done plenty of stupid things, so he's take take the thing. <laughs> yeah, I'd call I'd call Haima like Q's or like Four Loco or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mason, you'd probably be like uh, like you're from London, so you'd be like Heathrow or I don't know, <laughs> <laughs> or like Bartons. Oh, Bartons. No, no, oh no, yes. no, no. <laughs> you would be Bartons for sure. <laughs> Every week I get reminded of Barton's vodka because I, oh, I died on it. Like, yeah. Oh. yeah who, who played? Who played at Juice Jam? I was trying to think. It was that DJ. I can't remember. Who, oh who, right, you went. We went to Juice Jam. I was think, it Diplo? Wait, yeah, went, it was Diplo. It was Diplo. Yeah, yeah. and it was uh, Diplo and Moh. Moh. Yeah, this. Yeah, that that's is, it. But, There's yeah. a Moh. Moh. Yeah, <laughs> I completely. I, I We've completely forgot to mention the Syracuse trip. Yeah, oh, fuck. Well, I was only there. I, I was only there for one night. I, I like rolled in, right. and then yeah, I like rolled out to like. I remember I like left to like meet this girl. The, the, yeah. the, don't don't put that in there. But. <laughs> <laughs>
All right. Well, obviously, thank you for everyone for listening for the past few weeks. Uh, this is episode one of season two of Shelter Island. How crazy is that? We've that we've made it to season two. Uh, we have some awesome guests coming up, and thank you so much for Craig for coming out today and being our first guest on season two. Um, Craig, do you have any sort of outing words or a quote of the week that we like to sort of put on people? If you have anything that you'd like to say. Uh, yeah. Um, I just wanted to give a shout out to all the old camp friends. It's been nice, um, hearing their voices on this podcast. Um, even to, uh, you and Mason, hi Mel. Like I know we don't talk, but, um, I still think about those memories all the time. Um, and it's, it's, it's just nice to, uh, reminisce. Um, and I think for my quote of the week, um, there's a saying in the hiking community, um, that's hike your own hike. <clears throat> and, um, it's kind of like saying, uh, like, uh, live and let live sort of thing. It's like, don't really worry about what other people are doing. Um, what gear they have or, um, you know, just kind of focus on yourself, like, have your own adventure, um, do what you want to do type of thing. So hike your own hike. I love that. And, uh, obviously, um, Mason, do you have any sort of outing words for us? Just want to say thanks to Craig for, it's been a nice catch up, been nice, um, speaking to you. And like you said, Tom, we've got a lot of cool stuff planned. Make sure you check our Instagram as well. Uh, we've had a massive rebrand over there to make things look a lot nicer for, for this new upcoming season. And yeah, we're, we're going to meet new friends along the way and we'll reminisce with old friends as guests as well. So I recommend you, you listen to each episode because everyone's going to be unique. It's all going to be fun and games. And yeah, I, I wish that you don't have a hangover tomorrow morning, Heimer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's, it's inevitable. <laughs> oh, gosh. All right. Well, good luck, Craig, on your next uh, few miles. Do, do you know what your next stretch is? How many miles you're walking? Uh, I got a 100 mile stretch and then there's like a 160 mile stretch and then I'll be in Colorado. Shit. Um, That's a lot of miles. Yeah, I, I post on Instagram. I don't really caption anything, but I post pictures on there if anyone wants to follow me. It's uh, Craigers1994. All right. Well, everyone, uh, give Craig a follow. Uh, see you heard the man. Pictures from all his trails. Um, he'll become a famous uh, uh, hike vlogger. Soon. <laughs> <laughs> all right guys uh thank you so much and uh that's a wrap <laughs>